Hello and welcome to In the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne, and as always, thank you so much for listening. Today's topic is going to be about fear, trauma, and triggers. And these are things that are difficult to deal with when you're in a relationship with someone that you're kind of rewriting the story together, whether it be a friendship or a marriage where, you know, things just weren't aligned and now you're restarting over. Sometimes it's okay to walk away from relationships and sometimes we want to hold on to those relationships and knowing when you're going to do what is a very complex and difficult thing and only you truly can make that decision for yourself whether that person is just toxic and just needs to be cut out because they're a toxic person and they have their own issues that they need to deal with and Then you have the people that, you know, maybe they're not exactly toxic, but they're being um, influenced by toxic people that they have to learn to disconnect from. Um, You know, maybe they're just not living out their true identity and they just need your honesty, you know, because in you being aligned with the true identity in which you have and being authentic to you and your creator, as you go through these evolutions, you're going to see that your relationships with people change because you are no longer going to hold space for certain energy and certain actions that are taken. You're going to really hold on to your boundaries firmly. You're going to honor those boundaries and people that don't you're going to realize you see them differently. You're going to respond to them differently. So when we go through times in our life where things are just off course and it's not good and you were not connected with yourself, um, you were not being, you weren't honoring yourself the right way, you were playing kind of a role, you were sort of just existing There's going to be times that, you know, that becomes traumatic. It causes some trauma, especially if during that time there were things that were done that caused you to lose trust in somebody that, you know, you typically would trust and they started doing things that hurt you, you know, especially with your spouse, you know, we're so vested. And so this can be such a tender relationship that the littlest thing can really hurt us. And it's hard when you have a spouse or a relationship with somebody that, you know, they don't want to validate you because of their own stuff or because of a relationship that they know, you know, they can't, um, they can't do anything about and you're bringing it up and saying, you know, this just isn't good. They're trying to serve two different people at the same time. And, you just know that that relationship causes strain on your marriage. And so they don't want to hear it. And it's just so difficult. And in that time, it takes them to finally wake up and to see some of the things for what they are. You know, I truly believe that if we're just praying all through the way and we're staying very intentional to not let that person make us and our moral integrity crumble, we will be um, blessed for that. I truly believe that in my marriage that 
when I started to feel that my moral integrity was just crumbling and I just felt like it didn't allow me to truly be who I am, that's when I knew it needed to just end, sadly. But I just couldn't live compromised anymore because as much as we want to honor our spouse and honor those vows, it's also something that if it's chipping away at who you are, and, and you're being made to look a certain way, you're playing this certain role that you just know is not you, um, then you just have to take yourself off the stage and say, I'm done. Because truly, sometimes this is the only way to honestly reveal the true identity of those people in the background off stage, trying to, you know, write your lines for you. And say, this is what you need to say. This is what you need to do. And and you know what? This isn't your story. It's mine. You know, you don't get to write my, my story for me. And oftentimes, without even realizing it, we allow other people to write our story for us. And we don't even know we handed them over the pen. And this was me in this, in this part of our story that I look back and I have just as much anger with myself as I do with the entire situation Um, because sometimes in loving someone, we feel like we have to do that and it shouldn't be that way. It truly should not because in marriage, you're not, it's, that's not, none of those things that are coming between your marriage are coming from God. God is for you. He wants marriage to be beautiful. He wants you to become one. One. He wants your husband to, you know, cleave to you because that's what it says in the Bible is supposed to happen. And whether you're a Christian or not, you know, a marriage isn't something that you just do and then you're not intentional about it. And if, if that's the case and you're not being intentional every day, then this is what's going to happen. You're just going to unalign. You know, you're going to make decisions and choices that are are going to get you on a path of destruction. So in this process, you're going to have triggers. You're going to have trauma. You're going to have fear now, right? Because you've come out of it on the other side and you're like, yes, right? You know, and th- this this is over, like this bad chapter, this bad story, like this nightmare I've woken up from, it's done. But it's really not. The thing is that we tend to just like think that that's the end and we just stop putting in the work and then we realize, wait a minute, this process was traumatizing to me. This process now left me with some triggers. This trauma left me with fear. This trauma al- made me put up walls. You know, and it's created something there that in order for you to rewrite the story, you have to intentionally do it every single day and you both have to be on the right track, right? And so dealing with the trauma is really just mental, you know, it's really looking at the situation and having that accountability to say, listen, I'm not just a victim here and and I'm not saying this to point the finger, I'm saying this as a conviction, not condemnation. It's to say, I've been there. I've done this the past couple years that I was sort of victim mode and not even realizing that, you know, that was my fear in my walls, allowing that to happen. But in my life, that was never what I authentically wanted to be because 
not playing that role has allowed me to overcome so much adversity in my life and to actually be where I am today because we're never a victim. I mean, we are, but we we have the ability to overcome. And I don't say that to minimize what's happened to you. And I say that with knowing that my story is probably nothing compared to some of the other stories out there that we just can't even fathom happening, right? I don't want to minimize your story because don't ever let anyone tell you that it doesn't matter. Just get over it, right? You're never going to just get over it. You know, when I had my miscarriage, people would just, you know, say, well, you know, just get, you know, just get over, you got to move on. Well, I'm never going to just ever be over losing that child. You know, a part of you dies in a, when a relationship goes bad, there's, there's, there's a mourning, there's a loss there. And it's happened to you and people can't just tell you to just get over it, but you can strive to look at it differently, to view it differently, to say, listen, I'm never going to just get over it and I shouldn't. But I got to get my mind right with it. That's what needs to change. I need to not be the victim and look at it from an accountability standpoint that, you know, as a child, I was a victim because I had no choice and I couldn't just change my circumstances. I wasn't allowing anybody to do those things to me and I didn't have any choice. So that's a different situation. For children, they are victims. And when you have childhood trauma, like you are a victim. But when you become an adult, you have the ability to make changes in your life that you can at some point you have to stop blaming your parents for those problems because you have a new beginning now, you know, and it's not going to be easy and it's hard because you may not have the opportunities um, and so much may have been stripped from you, but you have to look at it sort of as like an empowerment viewpoint versus a victim. So I have to look back on it and say, listen, I have accountability here too. I played that role. I, I, you know, yes, I said things here and there and yes, we would fight about it all the time, but you know, I have the accountability, accountability to that, you know, there were a lot of times that I just pretended that it was okay because that was just my only way of coping with it because I just felt paralyzed and stuck. And then there were times when I went back and forth about maybe I am the problem, you know, and, and the whole situation is so complex, but I just want to say, you know, it's your mindset, right? And so you're never just going to get over it. But you have to look at it from not a victim mode, but sort of have some accountability with it so that you know going forward, rewriting your story is what you know is just not acceptable and it's non-negotiable anymore, ever, at all, you know. And you're going to have triggers there, you know. There's going to be things, you know, there are definitely things that Dustin does that will, like, it's getting better, but would trigger me. It would be like an old expression he would make or him responding in old way just because he's human, you know. And instead of realizing well, he's just human and he just got frustrated, I would tr- trigger back to, oh, here he goes. He's right back because there's my fear telling me, nope, he can't. He's not changed. He's no better. You know, that's the fear that sets in. And so we, we automatically just go to, nope, this is impossible because we truly aren't at a place where we believe deep in our soul that this transformation is possible. We're like hoping and, and like 
thinking maybe it can and we're just kind of hanging on, but we're not 100% really on board with the truth that God can give us something new, that, that this could, that you deserve better and it can be better. And there's that fear that sets in to say, I, this isn't going to happen. See, I knew this. Like, you know, it's all going to go back to the way it was. And your triggers allow you to go there. So just doing things every single day to be intentional about just your thankfulness for that person. Trying to pray every single day for that person. Pray that God lets you see that person the way you are meant to see him or whoever it is, um, just be happy with the process. Trust the process. You know, grow in your faith that you believe that good things are possible for you and change that mindset of, you know, oh, yeah, I deserve this. You know, oh, this is, I guess, as good as it's going to get, you know, because You've probably had other traumas along the way that even allowed you to fall into the trap of whatever relationship it is that went bad and now you're realizing it needs to change. And be okay realizing that, you know, you had to be bold. You know, you had to be brave and and that you deserve being validated and you deserve being heard and you deserve to have someone who's going to love you the way that you truly want to be loved and deserve to be loved. And by doing that, you're going to love them in a more sincere and honest, authentic way too. And it's just going to be so much more beautiful instead of feeling frustrated and upset about that relationship all the time and feeling like, well, this is just the way it needs to be. And I, it doesn't matter if I talk to them. It's just never going to go anywhere. And feeling like you truly can't just be honest with that person. And the only way to be able to build trust with someone if they've lost your trust along the way is to continue to be honest with them and them be honest with you. And, and feel like they can be honest with you and that you see them seeing you being honest and being okay with that and wanting to have that vulnerability and that openness that is going to break away the walls that even lead to being dishonest, you know, because the reason that I think there's dishonesty and things that happen to cause you to have trust lost in a marriage or a relationship is just is they just didn't feel like they could communicate with you. They just, you weren't on the same page, you know. You start to get shut off from each other so much that you don't even realize you're that far apart that now you're not even in the same book anymore. You're just like living two separate sort of lives and meeting in the middle and thinking everything's okay. And then it's just one step, you know. And if you're fighting all the time, it tends to be an opportunity where it's like, it's just not worth it to even bring this up. And to really be honest or, you know, you just start to be so disconnected that you don't even really care anymore, you know. So, you know, it's hard to rewrite your story. It's hard to kind of continue to evolve. It's hard 
to want to connect with the energy that you know is inside of you that you just want to let it out. You want to feel that energy. You want others to feel that energy from you. You want your kids to feel that energy. You want them to see you still having faith in humanity, in relationships, and you want to show them what it looks like to have authentic, honest, real, raw, deep relationships with people and the right relationships in your life and and not be spending time on relationships that just exhaust you and empty you. You want them to fill you up. And so, you know, I just encourage you if you're listening to this podcast that if you're in the process of trying to rewrite your story um, and you're feeling like fear and triggers and trauma are kind of setting in, you know, don't run away from them. Be willing to sit with them and understand them. Not be ashamed or upset with those things because all of that is a part of your story and they're there to just be a reminder to you how to utilize them in this moment. God's giving them to you as tools for you to go alongside him and say, God, I have these triggers. I have these fears. I have this trauma. And with you, I want to be aware. I want to understand them. I want to see them. And you will slowly see that the more you really sit with them and understand them, you can be more aware of being able to control them. And you'll see them slowly dissipating and being more manageable. And you're going to start to feel the energy inside of you that allows for you to be in a place where you can handle the triggers. Because when you are not feeling your full energies the way you're supposed to, you're not fully tapped into the, to your, your full potential. And that comes from your inner work with yourself and your relationship with yourself and your identity, and you're going to have the energy that you need to combat those sugars. But when you're not tapped into that and you're just feeling just like you're just getting by, that thing that triggers you is going to be so much harder to deal with because you're not ready for it. You know, I train my body Every day, you know, it's just like a marathon runner, you know, they have to run and they have to train. Every single day, I'm training my mind and trading my thoughts and doing things every day, daily routines. I have taken out things in my routine that don't serve me well right now so that I can get where I want to go. They don't serve me. I need to add more in that is going to serve me well. So I'm training my body, my mind, body, and soul every single day so it's strong enough to handle those triggers when they come because I'm stronger. I'm better. I'm ready for it, right? I'm not just like hanging out, unable to even, you know, hardly, you know, get by and I get a sucker punch to the stomach, that's what's happening all the time. And those triggers are just taking me down, right? But now when I'm doing the, the stuff every single day that needs to be done, the trigger comes and I'm stronger. 
And eventually, you're stronger than that trigger. You're stronger than that trauma. You're stronger than that fear. And it's much more easy for you to push that out of the way. You know, it's just like lifting weights. You know, you start out, you can hardly lift the weight. You're just like, this is so defeating, right? It's like, I can only just lift this twice. Like, I feel so weak. It's like working out after you've had a baby. You just feel like, oh, my body is so just weak and sore and just not yourself. But the more you stick with it, the more you're like, wow, now I can lift this weight with no problem. I feel good. So keep yourself aware of that every single day. Keep reminding yourself to be thankful. Keep reminding yourself to pray. Keep reminding yourself that you deserve the life that you are envisioning right now, that you wish that you had, that it's just a few intentional steps towards achieving it and really receiving it. We tend to have a problem after trauma of receiving goodness because of fear. We, we don't want to receive that. We just want to be like, no, because it's just, it's better just to stay in this kind of like place where it's just not going to hurt so bad when things don't go well. So I'm just really not even going to enjoy that. I'm not going to get too excited about that because it's just going to go away. It's just going to be taken away from me, right? That's fear. And we, we, we have to receive the goodness, you know, we have to be able to receive the gifts that God is trying to give us. So receive that gift today because you deserve it and you can do this. So until next time, this is In the Studio with Anne podcast and I'm Anne.